Good morning, Happy New Year to you all. It's great to be able to share with you this morning and hopefully galvanise us as we start a new year, looking to all that God wants to do. I want to lay out three encouragements as we start this year that point towards what we believe God wants to do in and through us in 2021. So to give you an idea of where I'm going this morning, encouragement number one is another prophetic dream that we've received. Encouragement number two is developing our vision to become a church without walls. And encouragement number three is how we're developing online church and the potential to reach people by virtual means as well as in-person gatherings when we can. So encouragement number one, the prophetic dream. This is another dream from David Butler and it's important to note the circumstances around this dream. In October 2018, David had a dream about a restaurant building which has been one of the the several key words that shaped our vision to become a church without walls. I won't share that dream again in full, but if you'd like to listen to it, I do share it during my message on the 13th of September last year. So if you want to hear that, just type Hub Community Church 13th September into the search bar on YouTube and that service will come straight up for you to be able to watch the message. When David had that dream in 2018, he dreamt the same thing for three nights consecutively with a clear instruction to write it down after the third time. When David had this latest dream that I'm about to read to you, he again had it three nights consecutively with the same instruction after the third time. After David had sent it to me in November, I took it to our wider leadership team that meets every six weeks and we prayerfully weighed it together, agreeing that this is speaking into our future as a church. So I'll read it now and then we'll share some reflections that we highlighted as a team. So David wrote this. I saw a large group of people assembling around a huge plant container which appeared to be made from glass. It was transparent and you could see into it and through it. I watched as these same people positioned the container where they thought best and started to fill it with earth or potting compost, firming it down as they went. It needed a lot of compost and the filling went on for some time. Once it was full and watered, a figure bent over the container and placed a single seed in it. It was watered and placed in the care of a small group of the people that had helped to fill and plant the container. And then everyone, over time, watched and waited. After a while, a small green shoot appeared above the surface, but didn't then seem to grow as expected or anticipated. Instead, and since the container was transparent, people noticed that roots were growing through the compost were getting thicker and over a period of time started to fill the container. But there was still no more top growth to be seen, just the small shoot that had first appeared. People started to get frustrated and disappointed and there was talk of tipping the compost out of the container and starting again. 
The small group of people who'd been placed in charge of tending the plant seemed to have persuaded the remainder to leave it be for a while longer. The rains came and went, the sun came and went, as did several seasons, and still there was no change. And this continued for some significant time. Some of the original group decided that they'll go and buy their own pots and plants rather than investing more energy and time in the apparently hopeless one. A little later, there came a loud cracking noise like thunder and the container suddenly split apart and disintegrated with the pressure from the roots. And with more rain and wind, the entire root ball slid down a slope just alongside and ended up in a hollow of leaf mould and soft soil. The roots very quickly made their way into the ground and in the hollow and the sprout that had appeared so long ago started to grow. It grew very quickly and developed first in, in, into a sapling, then a larger tree. It kept its leaves through the winter and, and in spring it flowered. Not only just one type of flower, it, I saw flowers from the southern hemisphere, jacaranda in particular I recognised, and from the northern hemisphere like oleander and cherry. In fact, every branch carried different flowers from across the globe, which developed into different fruit and seeds which later in the year dropped and were either carried by wildlife or self-seeded where they fell and quickly produced more trees giving groves of multi-blossom multi-fruit trees trees scattered both around the original tree and elsewhere but close by there was amazement among those that had been part of the story but others also came from elsewhere to marvel at the beauty of the trees that had grown and to take some of the seed home with them in the hope of achieving the same results. However, none of the seed taken that way ever germinated. First of all, let me say that this is a real encouragement. I'm passionate about seeing this church grow. And my personality is that I want everything to happen yesterday. If I've learned anything over the past three years of being the hub, it's that if we want to take people with us, we can't move too fast. Seeing us become more of a missional, thriving, growing church will take time. I think we've come a long way, but this dream highlights the need to be patient. But as we are patient, God is causing the roots to grow and it's for a purpose. We may not have seen all the fruit we want to see. Some of you may have been frustrated and disappointed about what we've seen so far. And indeed, some have and will go and get their own pots and plants and try something else. I also sent this dream to Dave Oliver for his comments as a trusted apostolic and prophetic voice into the church. One of the comments he made was in relation to the patience required. As I've highlighted, he said this. The phrases around time, at least eight of them are significant. And then he quotes them. Sometime, over time, after a while, after a period of time, after a while, said again. And then the sun came and went, as did several seasons. This continued for some significant time, for a while longer. 
Some of you may not want to hear this message at the start of a new year, but there is a call to patient endurance with the very real encouragement that roots are growing. Even if we can't see all the growth we've wanted on the surface, and these roots will eventually lead to an action from God himself to break the glass container and release rapid and beautiful growth that was worth waiting for. And consider the, consider the diverse growth too. The different plants seen in the dreams spoke to us about different nations and people groups. What an encouragement, given the focus on diversity that God gave us when we started the church. When I spoke in September, I encouraged or I shared our conviction to wait until God clearly speaks, to hear from him what the next season holds before rushing to get back to normal as soon as possible. This dream encourages us to know that God is at work, even when it feels frustrating and disappointing to pick up on two words from the dream. And doesn't this all point to being a church without walls? This glass container is going to disintegrate from the pressure of the roots and we will break out and see our vision realised. Praise God. This leads me nicely on to encouragement number two, developing our vision to become a church without walls. We've been looking at some walls or barriers to becoming a church without walls. But for the next two weeks, we're going to paint a picture of what that could look like for us in the hub. Robin and then Phil are going to share from Acts 11 and Acts 13 on the church at Antioch. We have talked about this church a couple of times over the past few years. But if you've been part of Basingstoke Community Churches for a good amount of time, you'll know that the call to be an Antioch church as described here in Acts, has been right at the heart of this church for many years. The Antioch church in Acts is a great example of a church without walls. And so over the next few weeks, we'll be focusing on some aspects of the Antioch church and what made it so effective. There's much we can learn today, and and this is just the start of us exploring what being a church without walls looks like for us. We'll continue to explore in in this time of root growing what this looks like for us. We do want to focus on how we can help and support each other as we continue to navigate the pandemic. And we think that the Old Testament book of Daniel can help give some real insights into how we continue to worship and serve God while living in what seems like a foreign land. So that will be the focus of our next preaching series after these next few weeks. But we will be patiently exploring how to become a church without walls and what God is specifically saying to us about this. Encouragement number three is all about our internet presence. In March last year, we were almost overnight thrust into having to do things very differently and go online. We've been leaning heavily on a handful of very willing and generous individuals who've been collating and editing videos to make our Hub Kids and Sunday Morning Online broadcasts happen. And we're very grateful. Thank you so much to all those who are just working so hard to make them happen. We do sense that our future involves a continued virtual presence, 
and we're looking at ways to develop that. Many of you were very supportive of this on the survey that we conducted last year. Thank you to those who fed back. We've started some live worship sessions. Our Christmas service was part live and part pre-recorded. We've invested in a new laptop, some professional software and cameras to build in more live content, content and expand what we can do. We're considering staffing requirements in the hub and looking at whether we can employ someone in a media development role. We're excited about the direction that God is taking us in, but let me reassure you that we are still committed to meeting together in person when we can. But despite the challenges of 2020, we have still seen people come to faith. We've still seen people join the church. We have a growing list of people wanting to get baptised. God is still on his throne and God's, still, God's mission is still being outworked. Not even COVID-19 is able to stop that. There's much more I could say, but to recap today, I wanted to encourage you with three things. Encouragement number one, the prophetic dream. We're in a time of patience and preparation. Let me encourage you to resist the temptation to become frustrated and disappointed. A great splitting and disintegration of the glass container is coming once the roots are fully grown and forcing us out with the promise of a bright and colourful future. Encouragement number two, we're exploring what it means for us to become a church without walls. We've been looking at some walls and barriers in our last series. Come on that journey with us if you would. Join us for the next two messages on the Antioch Church. And let's get excited about how God will change and mould us. And finally, there was encouragement number three. As we develop our broadcasts, looking to improve and looking to involve more live content, and reach many more people with a message of hope. Let's be praying and believing that God will give us wisdom as to when to meet again in person and faith to step out and invite those around us to engage with God and his church. It has been, of course, a hard year in 2020 in so many ways. We trust that our upcoming series on Daniel will help us to continue to navigate our way through I felt God speak to me a number of months ago from Acts 1 and 2, where Jesus, just before he ascended to heaven, told his disciples to wait in Jerusalem. If they had have gone out with the Acts 1-8 mission before Pentecost, the coming of the Holy Spirit, they would have done it in their own strength, trying to take this message to the world and would have failed. They needed to wait. We're having to wait as a church. Some churches have regathered in some way, we haven't yet. But we carry a conviction that we need to wait for our new instructions and maybe a refilling of the Spirit. But the encouragement at the start of this new year is to be patient and wait for God to break in and break us out into the new future He has planned for us. Thank you for listening and God bless. <music>